Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Marnie Swedberg, and I welcome you to Marnie and Friends, a place where leaders share practical, helpful, and encouraging ways to get anything important done faster, better, and smarter. Right now, I encourage you to sit back, buckle up, and join us for fun, laughter, practical help, and clear thinking, the kind of discussion that focuses our attention off of the fluff and onto the most important stuff in life. Again, welcome to Marnie's Friends. Let's get going. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Marty's Friends. So great to be here with you today and with our wonderful guest, Lou Bortone, who is going to be teaching us about five fast and fun ways to create great marketing video. You're going to want to grab your show notes or a notepad or open one up on your screen, and you're going to want to get ready because during this one-hour training program, you're going to learn why online video is the most powerful marketing tool available, common video myths and misconceptions, and the truth about video, We'll also be learning how to get started even if you're a video newbie, plus on-camera versus off-camera videos, and finally five easy ways to use video right away. Our trainer today, Lou Bortone, is a longtime marketing consultant and branding coach who helps entrepreneurs build breakthrough brands on the Internet. As an online video branding specialist and award-winning marketer, he provides services such as video marketing, consulting, online brand development, coaching, creative services, and online video coaching, and much more. Lou's website is louborton.com. That's L-O-U-B-O-R-T-O-N-E.com. And I'm excited to welcome you today, Lou. Thank you, Marnie. Thanks so much for having me. Well, uh, you and I met a while back, and... uh, you did some coaching with me, which I'm so grateful for, and I'm really excited to introduce you to my audience today because this video thing isn't easy. I, I have to tell you a little story. My my adult daughter is living with us right now for a little while. She's be, between um, between things, and she decided that she would do some video some video interviews of some people who were in her same situation but farther along the road down, and. She she was wandering around the house and she had her, you know, she had her laptop with her and she's like, where is a good place? And I said, well, it only took me about six months to figure that out for myself. But it isn't as easy as it looks, is it? It can be a little difficult, but once you sort of find your sweet spot, it's it's uh, the first video is the hardest, and and once you've got that done, the rest is smooth sailing. And that's kind of what you do for people. You kind of uh, reduce the learning curve bring things down into a more uh, doable level instead of the, wow, it's just completely overwhelming. A place that most of us start when we actually go to do our first video. Lou, I'm excited to have you here, and I'm curious now to hear what you have to train for us. So let's start with why video is so important for people today. Well, it's it's kind of cool because we were raised, you know, you and I were raised sort of in a visual television-oriented society where, you know, we're just very used to watching things on TV and now on screen and on online. And this uh, video marketing is a really powerful tool because it wasn't so long ago that that ability to do that kind of stuff was really reserved for TV networks or celebrities. And now the... Uh, equipment and the resources are available to anyone with a computer or an iPhone, and it just gives you the ability to really broadcast to the world and get your message out there. 
Absolutely. And, you know, I heard a couple of years ago, and this has really been developing more and more, that uh, where it used to be where only you'd only see really polished-looking, um, thin model-looking type people ever in video or on screen, it's, it's come a long way from there. And, and it's already, even on the national news, sometimes we see people that aren't very, um, you know, you wouldn't say they're your mm-hmm. typical news reporter. They're just, they're just an average person. They maybe wear glasses. They're, you know, mm-hmm. They just are, are not your picture-perfect model like it used to be only you would see really uh, right. Because, you don't need to. And now you don't need to be a Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie to be on camera anymore. Right, which is, which is actually really cool. It it does offer the average person the ability to um, take the information that they have or that they want to share and to really share it publicly. What is uh, when you think about marketing tools like the video being a marketing tool? Maybe mm-hmm. speak to that specifically. Sure. Um, and again, you know, if if you have a webcam, then you have the ability to get your message out to the world via YouTube. I mean, all of this stuff is free, YouTube and Facebook and all of these sites that allow you to do video. And now there's uh, Google Hangouts, which is kind of all the rage, which is sort of webcasting. And again, all you need is a webcam. Most computers these days have webcams or an iPhone or any kind of smartphone. And you really do have the ability to market yourself, promote yourself, get your message out, and communicate via video. So it's no longer reserved for sort of the, you know, the big wigs. It really has become very mainstream. And you mentioned something interesting about you know, what you see on, on TV. And the other thing I'm noticing, aside from it being more mainstream, is that even some of the big TV networks like CNN are using uh, Skype and things like that to interview guests. So you mm-hmm. don't have to have the greatest quality in the world. I mean, even TV networks are, are resorting to Skype and, and things like that. So it really is very mainstream and, and has become low-hanging fruit for marketing. It's really pretty incredible, the difference between, uh, you know, video is this way now, and, of course, publishing books is this way too, where it makes something that's been reserved for just the elite few really accessible to the masses, and you still want to do a, a great quality job, which is what you're going to talk to us about here today too, but it doesn't make it possible for someone who doesn't have all the connections to get, go ahead and get their name out there. Exactly. I mean, it's really more mainstream than it's ever been, and it's easier than it's ever been for anyone to, you know, sort of become an overnight celebrity or, or really just, you know, reach your own people in your own market uh, with all of these tools, whether it's Google Hangouts or whether it's just putting videos on YouTube or putting videos on your own website. Um, it doesn't take a lot of time, money, or equipment anymore. Right. Yeah. So cool. Now we're going to go through some common myths and misconceptions, and I'm so curious what these are because I probably have some of them are on my list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a pretty new medium for most of us. Uh, we've been watching it, but a lot of people haven't been actually doing it. Right. And I think that the biggest myth is that people think, well, you mentioned it earlier, one of, one of the myths is that people think that they need to look perfect or act perfect or be perfect on video. And really people just want to see you know, the real you, um, bad hair day and all, and um, you don't really need to, you know, be a celebrity or a supermodel to be on video. Um, the, you know, the myth is that oh, I've got to look really good, but the truth is that 
the message and the content is much more important than uh, the quality. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna take you back for just a minute on that one um, because I agree I totally agree that the message and content is the most important, and I agree that we need to be the real us and, and look like we do. But I don't know if I agree that we should go on and just be a all hang out and have bad hair day and you know, <laughs> in your sweats on the couch and you know I mean unless that's you know the audience you're targeting I'm not quite sure you want to go there. <laughs> Right. No, that's a good point. I mean, you know, you don't want to just be haphazard about it and, and you know, um, be careless about it. But there's a couple of different kinds of, of videos. There's what I call sort of the, you know, branding evergreen videos. Like if you have a video that's going to be on your website and it's maybe the first video people are seeing, you want to probably spend a little more time on that and, you know, maybe ha- be having a good hair day. Uh, other times, if you're just doing a video chat or a video call or you just want to share a quick tip, then you don't necessarily have to, you know, set up lights and cameras and, and that kind of thing. So I should make that distinction that there's sort of the the casual get the information out there video and there's the more evergreen video that you do want to put a little bit more thought into. Um, and there's a couple of other, you know, like if you want to go through them, there's also a few other um, common myths and misconceptions besides the sort of celebrity misconception. Yeah, let's do that. I wanted to make one comment um, on that one, though, before we move on, because I think what I think the main thing that you're trying to communicate is that you don't have to be a supermodel to do these videos and to have them really be wonderful for people. And what I want, what I want to say is, there's a saying that I've used, uh, you know, years, years and years and years. I'll get myself ready in the morning. I'll get my hair ready. I'll get my makeup on. I'm all ready to walk out the door. I always look in the mirror one last time, and I mm-hmm. smile and I tip my head and I say, "Best it can be." And you know, that's yep. just me. I'm just not perfect. I'm not a model. I, I'm, you know, getting older, and it's like, um, you know, what you can do with what you've got is the best you can do with what you've got. And then you exactly. just, just put your best go foot and forward. just say, okay, this is who I am. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Best foot forward. Um, you know, again, um, nobody's perfect, but uh, if you've got something worthwhile to say, there are people that want to hear it. Yeah. And the other one was, uh, you know, you're talking about the distinguishing between the professional, like more of a branding type video and the and the, the everyday type of a video that you're just going to share a thought that you had or whatever. And I did one not too long ago that really got a good feedback. Um, I had been I had been working out and I didn't even know you could do this on the elliptical. I didn't even know you could do this, but you can actually take a take a little fitness test there on the elliptical mm. at the end of your workout to see to see how you were doing. And I scored 99% on my elliptical uh, fitness result, and I was really excited about that. And I had just worked out, and so I just quick grabbed a grabbed a little cam, camera on the phone or whatever, and took a little video mm-hmm. and posted it out to Facebook, and just said, you know, it's so great to work out. You've not only, you know, just had a few words, and it was really fun. People were like, wow, you know, that was fun. It was a different, you know, it's kind of different for me to do a video like that, but. Uh, really fun to sometimes just, like you say, let your hair down and yep. it's okay, go forward. Love that. Right. Okay, what are some of the other myths? Uh, another one really is that you know people think that you need um, a ton of equipment, that it's really expensive, um, you know, just that, oh, my gosh, if I have to do video, that means I have to go out and, and spend a whole lot of money and learn all these new softwares. And the truth is, you know, I mean, the, the smartphone and, and iPhones and iPads have made it so easy to, to literally 
point and shoot. So it really isn't as difficult as most people imagine. I mean, obviously, anything you do for the first time is going to have a bit of a learning curve. But, um, you know, really, if you can use uh, a smartphone or an iPhone, then you can do video. I want to I want to ask you a couple of technical things and are we going to do technical here at all? I don't think we really are, are we? It's totally up to you. I mean, we can, you know, uh go okay. into a bit of that, but uh, I try and keep What's it, you know, fairly fairly uh low tech. Right. One of the things that really hung me up early on and still is a little problematic for me is that when I try to upload a video that I've just made on my um smartphone or whatever, um sometimes I get this notification that it's just too big. Mm-hmm. And I I wonder about that because other times I can put a video up that seemed the same size to me, the same length maybe, and it yep. goes through. So what mm-hmm. what is happening at that moment? Well, it, it depends on your you know where you're uploading from and what your internet connection is. So if you're on the road or at the mall or something and you're trying to upload a video from your iPhone, you know it may be a Wi-Fi issue or it may maybe a bandwidth issue. But for the most part, if you're you know at home at your computer. Um, YouTube, for instance, which is probably the biggest video site, uh, is pretty forgiving and will uh, allow you to upload almost any format, almost any size. So uh, if you're uploading to YouTube from a home computer, you shouldn't have any problems at all. Okay, so just upload to YouTube first and then share it on your Facebook page or wherever. Exactly. YouTube makes it really, really easy to share your video. Once it's on YouTube, you can share it to Facebook or to Twitter or Pinterest or any of the other social sites. And you guys too, I love that at YouTube you can make it private. Um, So you can upload it and then you can look at it online and then you can share it just where you want to share it or not at all. Um, And I love that about YouTube also. Exactly. There's a lot of flexibility. Yeah. What are some of the other misconceptions? Uh, Another one really is that... um, you know, people think that it's it's either, it's just going to be too difficult. There's just too steep a learning curve. And again, it depends on the kind of video that you're doing, and we're going to talk about some of that. But some of the sites and some of the, you know, tricks that I'm going to mention um, in a few minutes make it just, you know, really very much easier than people may think to do video. And, um, you know, like one of the ways that I talk about is if you can do PowerPoint, you can do video because a PowerPoint Mm -hmm. with narration is essentially a video. And sometimes people don't think of that as a video. But any kind of visual communication, anything that you're uploading um, can be seen as a video. So, you know, a lot of times people will think, oh, you know, it's a video is you on camera and you need, you know, the right lighting and you need all kinds of equipment. But there are many, many other ways which we'll talk about to do video that don't even, um, you know, require you to be on camera. Oh, which is, I'm sure somebody's going, oh, shoot. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, because not everybody wants to be on camera. Um, right. Okay, any others? Um, I think that the other thing is that there's a sort of a video uh, a video myth that you know you need to create a viral video or you need to create a, a video that's going to be seen by millions of people, and the truth is you know most of those viral videos are they're fun and you know they may be funny or that you know um, they may be getting a lot of views but they're not necessarily accomplishing a business goal for the person doing the video. So what I always say is don't get caught up in the number of views. Just make sure that you are getting the right viewers and that you're reaching the right audience. So, you know, don't get caught up in the viral video myth. You don't have to have millions of views. You really just need to have your videos seen by the people 
who you're trying to uh, reach to to your target market. Yeah, I love that. And actually, I was watching some videos um, yesterday while I was doing a project on uh, just an Excel database project. And so I was, I was actually had it playing in my headset, and not watching too much. But when I was going when I was going from uh, video to video. Uh, I was noticing that some of even the huge names out there, names that everybody would recognize, mm-hmm. uh, people that are doing trainings on video, uh, some of them had, you know, maybe a couple of their videos had, you know, 40,000 or 13,000 mm-hmm. views or something. Others of their videos had 40 views. And so yeah. you just don't, don't try to hold yourself up to, you know, the viral craze. And, and by the way, I think from my perspective, Sometimes it's the silliest ones that go viral, and some yeah. of the best never really take off, don't really get found. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so try yet. and reach your audience, try and reach your target market. Don't worry about uh, you know, getting the rest of the world. Yeah, right. And if, it's, and if it's supposed to go viral, maybe someday it will, so don't ever give up. Okay, this is Marnie. We're mm-hmm. visiting today with Lou Borton of LouBorton.com. We're going to come right back and talk about how to get started, even if you're a video newbie, and the difference between on-camera and off-camera videos, plus five ways to use video right away. We'll be right back. The fastest and easiest way to find out which major women's events are coming to your area is to visit www.womensevents.info. That's womensevents.info. It's the only directory of its kind, and it features all of the major events like Women of Faith, Beth Moore, E-Conference Women, and so many others. It's free to search, and you can find it all at womensevents.info. Hey, well, welcome back. This is Marnie, and we're visiting today on the topic of fast and fun ways to create great marketing video with our guest, Lou Bortone. And I just wanted to share a few more things about him with you guys. Um, he's a former television executive who worked for E! Entertainment Television and later served as the Senior Vice President of Marketing and Advertising for Fox Family Worldwide, a division of Fox in Los Angeles. Lou's an author and ghostwriter of six business books, a certified guerrilla marketing coach, and a Book Yourself Solid certified coach. And of course, his website is loubortone.com. Lou, when did you transition out of um, being a corporate guy into, into helping people figure out how to do videos? Uh, right. Well, I was working in Los Angeles uh, in marketing and branding and uh, came back east where I'm from to uh, spend more time with family. And um, I was doing, you know, sort of traditional um, video, you know, um, shooting videos for people and things like that. But, of course, the Internet was really taking off and everything was going online. And that's kind of when I transitioned about seven or eight years ago. Uh, and moved everything online so much so that, you know, my clients are not necessarily local. They're really all over the world because the Internet gives us the ability to, you know, really do business all over the world. And that's so fascinating because you would think a videographer, no way would that be possible, but you're doing it. Yeah, in fact, my my partner who, you know, used to have a big $15,000 video camera and all that kind of stuff, we, we traded in all that stuff for iPhones and iPads and you know, you really just don't need that level of equipment anymore to do the videos. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. Well, tell us how to get started. Even if you're a total video newbie, uh, what's the first thing you're supposed to do? Right. If you are totally new to video, the first and probably easiest thing to do is to open up an account on YouTube, which is free. And YouTube is uh, enormously popular and is the second biggest search engine. They're owned by Google. Uh, it's a great place to be 
seen and to see things. And if you are very new to video and you just want to sort of dip your toes in the water, uh, you can use uh, an iPhone or a smartphone. Chances are your cell phone has um, video capability these days. So you can shoot a short video or a test video. Um, I, like to call, I like to call it a first impression video where you just sort of introduce yourself to your viewers. Uh, you can tell them who you are, what you do, maybe give them a little background. And just try and do like a one or two minute video. Don't try and start off with, you know, Gone with the Wind or some huge production. Just uh, create <laughs> a short video about who you are and what you do. And you can upload that to YouTube, which, again, is probably the, the easiest way to start. And uh, once you've got that under your belt, then you can start to explore other options. Hmm. Okay. So we've got, uh, you know, I have to just, I have to tell you that for on-camera where, where you're taking the, you're taking the video of yourself, either mm -hmm. someone else is shooting it or you're trying to shoot it yourself or whatever, the background and the lighting for me has been just a real hard thing. Um, yeah. I ended up coming up, I ended up setting up just a spot in my home. It's like in the laundry room, in the corner. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's a spot that I can go to any time and I can do a live. You know, now, now like for media interviews, a lot of times they don't want to just talk to you on the phone. They want, they want to see you. And so like you said with Skype or, you know, yep. with the Google Hangouts aren't quite as polished up yet, but they're, you know, getting better and better. And um, they, want, they want to see you. And the background really kind of is important sometimes. You know, sometimes it's not. But sometimes it mm -hmm. is important to have a, a good background and, and good lighting. So what do you recommend for people who aren't in my laundry room? <laughs> right, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, you do have to find that, that spot somewhere in your home or office or living room, you know, that quiet corner that you can sort of devote as your video space. Um, if you're doing video with um, an iPhone or an iPad or a laptop, you know, you have the flexibility to move around a bit. So you just want to find something with um, a background that's not distracting, not too busy. Um, I'd love to give the example just because it's kind of funny of, of the organizational coach who was shooting video and her background was quite disorganized, so it wasn't exactly brand oh, no. So you want to find, you know, a background, again, that's Be not careful. distracting. You know, we've all seen videos where the cat shows up in the back of the couch and jumps on, you know, but, which is going to happen. But if you can find a spot that's relatively quiet, um, relatively not distracting, uh, maybe some kind of, a, you know, an office background or a bookcase. And, again, a lot of it depends on what you're doing and, and your brand. I know a person who's um, very much um, outdoorsy and lifestyle and loves to do his videos outdoors, and he lives in Colorado with the seasons. And for him, that's appropriate. Um, for other folks, you may just want some kind of a background that's relatively neutral. And as far as lighting goes, you know, um, natural light is great. If you've got natural light coming in uh, to the room where you're doing your video, assuming you're doing it inside, as long as the light source is coming from in front of you, that's the main thing. So, so if you do decide to uh, do some more, you know, professional lighting, and you can get um, lights on um, Amazon.com very inexpensively. They're called soft boxes or soft lights. Uh, and as long as that light source is in front of you and is adequate, then you should be in good shape. And one of the things that I discovered was that. Um, the lights that you can buy for the videographer or for the like a professional um, mm -hmm. light studio, you can actually buy at the hardware store. Just buy a, um, a 
what do you call those? A utility a utility lamp or whatever that yeah, has. Yeah, exactly. A, that that my first lighting was you know big work lights from Home Depot that were just you know very. Uh, they were a little bright and a little hot, but they were just like halogen lights. Um, fluorescent yeah. also works fine. So um, again, you know, it's uh, as long as you're adequately lit um, and you know evenly lit, you should have no problem. Most of the time, I, I tend to use just the natural light if it's daytime, the natural light that's coming into the room. Yeah, the one the one key is what you suggested was to make sure you're facing the light, and then if you are outside, the best is to not be in direct sunlight. The best is to be somewhere where there's a little shade, and so you, but it's full shade so that you don't have it right on your face. What do you think? That's me talking, exactly. and I shouldn't be telling that tip. <laughs> no, you're exactly right. Um, you know, it's funny because a lot of people say, oh, maybe this isn't a good day to shoot video because it's cloudy. It's like, no, that's fine. You know, you've got that sort of diffused right. light, so... If it's cloudy or if you're in the shade, that's fine. You know, I've done a few videos where, you know, it's been a very sunny day and, and you know, you can tell I'm squinting just because it's so bright. So, right. you know, you want to right. get out of the absolute direct sunlight. Okay, here's some more failures of mine that can help you short circuit this learning curve. But <laughs> one is noise, uh, taking a video outside or even inside where you have a lot of background noise. And I remember trying on my porch for just such a long time, and I would just nearly get to the end, and it was just a pitch video, but I would just nearly mm -hmm. get to the end, and then a car would go by or the train <laughs> would go by or something, yep. you know. And so the noise thing is kind of important if you're doing like a branding one where you want it to be nice uh, to think ahead about the noise. And even a windy day can really be distracting in the video playback. Yeah, that's that, that's true. And I call it the lawnmower effect because it, it almost never yeah. fails. The minute you decide to do a video outdoors, <laughs> uh, the guy next door decides to mow his lawn or, or blow his leaves or something. So it it gets, uh, you know, it suddenly gets very noisy. Um, oh, yeah. I have a, a very active um, pug puppy who wreaks havoc in the background, usually, you know, when I'm trying to do videos. So I have to try and um, keep him distracted for a little while while I do the video. Because, you know, people will, will uh, a lot of times people will be forgiving about, you know, maybe the video is a little too dark. But if they can't hear you, if the audio is bad, then, then the video is no good. Right, and it's not because they're being harsh. It's just the reality of, of how to watch it. One of the exactly. things that I'll share here is some of the um, strategies that I use even to just do this radio show because I'm not in an official studio. I'm just in a home studio. So what I do is I have, I have actually signs made up in advance, and I, I use these every single time I do a live interview, whether I'm hosting it like today or whether I'm being interviewed by somebody else. And you can do this with video too. Whenever you're shooting, you just put signs on your exterior doors of your home, however many you have that people actually come to, put a sign that just says, recording live, please no noise, and I have the no noise really loud, uh, really big rather, but that will save people from just accidentally, you know, I mean, they just came over to maybe, maybe it's the UPS man dropping a package, but the ding dong is going to completely ruin that video because start over. So uh, it just eliminates all those kind of accidental things that happen. And for my dog, I just have a place, I have a place where I, I put her in her, in her kennel, and, and, mm -hmm. and shut the door there so that during any kind of recording, that's not going to be an issue. And there's other things, you know, you can do that, that are just going to make it possible for you to relax and enjoy the experience instead of constantly having interferences. One is to just shut your phone off for a little bit and shut your, shut your reminders off for a bit and just focus on doing the video. Anything else that comes to mind right there? 
No, it's true. It's Murphy's Law. I mean, you know, I have I have yet <laughs> to teach my dog to read the do not disturb sign. So um, there you go. So you may have to do, you know, another take. That things are going to happen. You, you know, you want you don't necessarily have to get it exactly right the first time. I mean, I I was doing a video once, and my uh, teenage kids were home from school, and believe it or not, they came running upstairs and said, "Dad, the kitchen's on fire." And I thought they were kidding, but they had something in the toaster which caught on fire. So, oh. you know, when when it comes to that, it's like, you know what, the video can wait. I think I'll go put out the fire in my kitchen. I just wait, yeah. <laughs> save the kitchen, save the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Well, this is Marty. We're visiting today with Lou Bortone of LouBortone.com. Lots of great stuff over there for you. We're going to take a break and come right back and talk about on-camera versus off-camera videos. You don't want to miss this. We'll be right back. Do you ever need speakers for dinners, retreats, conferences, or other women's events? Check out www.womenspeakers.com. It's the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, featuring over 1,500 Christian women speakers, some near you, and some from every level of experience and fee range you can imagine. So you're sure to find lots of great speaker options for you and your next event over at www.womenspeakers.com. That's Women Speakers. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Marty and we are having a great conversation today with Lou Bortone on the topic of how to create marketing videos. And our next topic is to go on camera and off camera, uh, talking about both different kinds of videos. Lou, I wanted to start with a kind of an off-topic question here. You know, you've had a lot of experience behind the camera and directing, and I am curious if you have uh, any funny stories that you can share with us about sometime when uh, everything was going okay, but it didn't turn out okay. <laughs> yeah, like I say, it's it's sometimes it's Murphy's Law when it comes to video, and everything that can possibly go wrong when you're trying to shoot a video does go wrong and you know anything from when my uh, kids decided to light the kitchen on fire to just um, you know the the leaf blower guy that decides to blow his leaves outside it seems like you know your your patience is tested when it comes to doing video and trying to get it just right so I've kind of given up on you know okay well it may not be absolutely perfect and things are usually going to go wrong but you just do the best you can and, and soldier on. I think I want to pause for just a moment because you used the word, uh, you know, it can be kind of exhausting. Uh, what's, what's tricky is that, um, and we just experienced this in our houses the other day when Karen was walking around trying to find a perfect spot. I can remember a video shoot that we were trying to do in Minneapolis. Um, I was a guest on that show, and we had this lovely location, but there was something wrong with every single angle. I mean, it was like <laughs> we just spent the longest time and then, of course, the neighbor did start doing something in the backyard, and we finally got the perfect setup. And then this this low flying airplane came over, <laughs> and I think I you know I think we started I think we restarted that video thirty times. And by the time you're at the end of that, you know you're just kind of exhausted. You're like, I don't even want to be happy about doing this anymore. <laughs> you know uh, what is what is one of the things that you've learned to help you to just continue to be passionate about it, to continue to um, enjoy it even. Well, I think, again, you know, you focus on your message and if, if what you're sharing you're passionate about and, and there's information that you really want to share, you'll find a way to, to get it out there. And um, what I try and do is, you know, because like you say, it does 
sometimes things don't always go as planned. But I'll try and set aside uh, an afternoon, maybe a Sunday afternoon, if I know the family's going to be out at the soccer game or something and I've got the house to myself, I'll decide, okay, that's what I'm going to try and do, a handful of videos. So I usually try and do a bunch at once, as long as I've got a nice quiet spot and everything's going well. You know, if you're on a roll, keep going. And if you're not on a roll and you're really frustrated and it's just not working, then it's okay to say, I'll try this tomorrow. You know, I mean, it's, um, you know, if it's sometimes if you're just uh, swimming in, against the tide, the best advice is just to uh, take a break and try it again later on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Yeah, and, and when you do have to push through, I think that I think the key thing is to just uh, step back and to say this is really important, and no matter how many takes it takes to get it, um, I need it today. If you have to have it now, you have to have it now. And you just remember that they're actually going to see you. <laughs> when you're done. So you really can't just become a Grinch. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's funny because you have to put on your, you know, you, sometimes you have to put on your camera face. It's like, okay, you know, despite what may be going on in the background, as soon as the, right. the, uh, you put your, your camera on or your webcam on, um, it's time to smile and, and do what you've got to do. You know, I have this amazing story uh, about one of my radio guests, and I, you would have never known it listening to her. She was so composed. She gave great answers. She was so with it the whole time. And afterwards, afterwards, she emailed me, and she said, can I talk to you for a minute? And I said, sure. So we called, and um, <laughs> she said that her, she was in her car, and she got delayed, so she didn't get to get all the way back to wherever she was going to be in the office or wherever she was going mm-hmm. to be doing the interview. She had to start it in her car, and then <laughs> her phone started beeping that her cell phone was dying, of course. And so um, then she saw a library, and so she she's on the phone doing the interview this whole time. And she goes <laughs> into the library, and between questions, she's asking the librarian, do you have a phone? My phone's on the phone. I have to make this call. So they they found this phone, but where it was was it was in the corner of the children's library section, and she had to literally sit on the floor in the corner of the children's library section. <laughs> and this yeah. little boy came over, and he was riding his truck up and down her legs. While <laughs> and I just said, I can't even believe it. But she was just such a pro that she just continued to stay 100% focused on what we were talking about and you would have never known it. And that's mm-hmm. really the difference between just starting out in video and being really great at it. It's the first couple times you do it, you're going to be really distracted by the distractions. Yep. And you'll get better at that, won't you? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it, it tends to get easier um, the more experience you get and and the more, you know, it's like, okay, well, I've been through the, the kitchen fires and the UPS guy showing up and the dog going crazy, right. so I, I think I can survive all this other stuff. <laughs> yep. And sometimes, like you say, it's just impossible. You just cannot do it then or there. You're just going to have to mm-hmm. find a different type of place, yeah. Okay, talk to us about the difference between on-camera and off-camera videos. Right. A lot of folks think, you know, the, that video is sort of the typical, traditional talking head. And um, and this is, again, an advantage of, you know, if you're in a situation where it's not ideal to be doing an on-camera video, there are a lot of ways, um, which we're going to talk about, to do off-camera videos. And basically the, the difference is, you know, on-camera requires you or someone, or, you know, if you're interviewing somebody, to be on screen. So it could be a Google Hangout that you're doing, or it just could be you on a webcam. So those are the sort of traditional, more traditional modes of video. But there are also a lot of videos that don't require you to be on camera, whether those are um, 
animated videos, or photo montages, or PowerPoint, and some of the other uh, ways that I'm going to share shortly. So two different ways to do video, really just depending on your goals and depending on your situation. Okay, well, go ahead and elaborate on this for us so that we understand what we can do where. <laughs> sure. Um, if you are doing, I usually tell folks, you know, even if they are not thrilled about being on camera, if you're doing a video that's going to be on your website and maybe it's the, the first video that people see on your homepage, um, and what I like to call a welcome video or a first impression video, you probably want to be on camera for that because it'll help to make a connection. It'll help with the know, like, and trust factor. People will feel like they know you if they see you on camera in a video on your website. Uh, and it's just more personal. So there are some kinds of videos where it, it really uh, benefits you to be on camera. Um, obviously, if you are doing some kind of a, a video interview, you know, you want to be on camera as well, just like they do on, on CNN. There are other times when if you're just sharing information or education or doing some kind of demonstration where maybe you don't have to be on camera. Maybe it's better if you do uh, a PowerPoint video or some kind of on-screen demonstration where you're sharing your computer screen. So there are times when, when off-camera videos are appropriate as well. Mm -hmm. I, I want to interject for you that are listening that of the videos that I watched yesterday, I'm trying to remember, I think two of them were in front of live audiences, the, the presentations, and then uh, one of them was just one picture and then the talking voices the whole time. And mm -hmm. I listened through the whole thing because the content was worth it to me. So I, I think what you're saying is so helpful. If you've got great content, don't let, don't let the format hold you back. Get it out there. Right. I mean, there's a lot of folks these days do um, webinars and video webinars. And again, you know, that may just be slides or it may just be one slide where the audio is going, but you're seeing a picture. So, um, you know, an off-camera video is anything from a webinar to uh, some kind of an on-screen demonstration to a narrated PowerPoint. There are a lot of different ways to, uh, to tackle it. Okay, have you kind of gone through both of the both of the lists there, the on and off screen? Yep. Okay, let's go ahead and move on then because I know you've got five easy ways for us to use video right away and I don't want to miss any of these. So let's go ahead and right. start into those. Sure. And again, you know, these are um, off-camera videos. So, it, we, you know, we started to talk a little bit about off-camera videos and there are a lot of ways to do video off-camera in many cases, I think that that's easier for folks because they don't have to worry about lighting and they don't have to worry about right. you know, what they look like that day. Um, so I you know, tend to lean towards off-camera videos just because I feel like I can do them anytime, day or night, doesn't matter what the light is, doesn't matter what the situation is. And a few of my favorite off-camera video tools are, um, well, some of them are, are things where you can make photo montages or uh, photo video montages, and one of my favorite sites has kind of a silly name, but it's called Stupaflix, S-T-U-P-E-F-L-I-X.com. So stupaflix.com. And what that site allows you to do for free is to upload photos or video clips and uh, music that they provide, and it allows you to tell a story or create a video uh, using photos. So 
Um, it's really one of my favorite tools because it's very easy. You can pull in photos from Facebook or from your computer, and then they give you all kinds of choices for um, different music that you can use, different background music. So you can create you know, some kind of an inspirational video with inspirational photos or quotes, so you can create um, some kind of a photo montage and mix photos and images and text. So it allows you to really create a whole story without ever having to turn on your webcam. Nice. It reminds me of, I use one called Animoto. Is it kind of like mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Exactly, Anim- yep. yep. And uh, Animoto and so- is great as well. It's, it's very similar. And um, the only reason that I, I tend to lean towards Stupaflix is because uh, at least you know the last time I checked, Animoto uh, is free for videos of up to 30 seconds. If you want to do longer than that, then you have to buy one of their you know, paid plans, which even those are very, very reasonable. Um, but Stupaflix is free? Yeah, it's free. It's a little more flexible. Again, you know, there, there is a premium version. Most of these sites have a free version or a free trial, uh, and even the paid versions, you know, some of them are $5 a month or something. So if you're going to be doing video consistently, it's, it's really not too big, big an investment. And um, right. the way I use those kinds of, like a Stupaflix video is – I may do maybe a holiday greeting, um, or maybe I'll include um, some of my you know, Facebook friends and get images of them and kind of make them the star of the video and do a montage with various photos of uh, my friends and followers and things like that. So you can really put together a nice little video presentation that looks very professional without having to um, have a learning curve because Tupaflix does sort of the behind-the-scenes you know, they put in, put in transitions and themes and they make it look very professional. And all you really need to do is sort of do this, you know, drop and drag photos onto uh, the, the site and Stupaflix takes care of the rest. Yeah, you guys, if you go over to Marnie.com right now, um, if you're listening live or in the next little while here at the homepage, it talks about the Holiday Boot Camp. And when you click through the Holiday Boot Camp, that's exactly how I made that first um, that first little informational blurb or invitation to come to the holiday boot camp. It's just a montage that was made at Animoto.com so you can kind of see exactly how I was using it. Now, uh, Lou, do you, have, do you have the different kinds of videos available at your site or how, like if someone went over to your site right now, what would they find mm-hmm. there? Uh, well, one of the first things is that you can find, you know, take a little interactive short quiz that sort of tells you um, the best video for you, like your video persona, whether you're a, a newbie or intermediate or advanced. And based on that, um, you know, it gives you suggestions for what kind of video you might want to try. So if you're new to video and you're not very techy, then a Stupaflix or Animoto video might be well suited to you because you don't have to, um, you know, there's not a, a big learning curve involved. So I try and provide a lot of resources on the site and in my blog posts, you know, just share a lot of tips and tricks and things like that. Let's um, let's go. Let's pursue that all the way to the end then. And when will somebody actually call you and hire you? At what level? Like when would I? When would you say now's mm-hmm. the day for you to call me, Marnie? What what day is that for me? It's typically when somebody decides. You know, this video is a really powerful tool. I want to increase my visibility. I want to raise my profile. You know, maybe I want to grow my my mailing list, or just simply you know sell more products by getting your name 
out there. Then I help folks with the strategy part of it and, and deciding, you know, what's the best way to achieve your business goals. Um, so I do some consulting around that. And in many cases, that also includes, you know, helping them with the video editing. So somebody may have some raw footage that they shot and they want to make it look more professional and they send it to me and I put it in my editing programs and add graphics and music. So some of it's, you know, done for you and some of it's teaching you how to do it for yourself. Great, great. And that, you guys, that's over at lubortone.com, B-O-R-T-O-N-E.com. Okay, go ahead with another way besides Jupiflex or Animoto. What's another mm-hmm. way to use it right now? Another tool uh, in our list of five is called Powtoon, and it's P-O-W-T-O-O-N.com. And Powtoon.com can basically turn you into uh, an instant animator or cartoon maker because they have some very easy-to-use software which allows you to create um, little animated characters and put them in different situations. And uh, again, it's all drag and drop. You don't have to know how to draw. You don't have to know how to animate. But Powtoon allows you to create uh, lovely little cartoons. And again, it's you know it, you can tell your story or share your message via this tool called Powtoon.com. Um, you know, very easy to use, very inexpensive, and the more well-versed you get at it, the more you can kind of add music to it and add different scenes. Um, and, you know, a lot of it for me comes back to, you know, storytelling. And, and whenever you're communicating a message, you're essentially trying to tell a story. And these kinds of video tools give you a way to do that without having to just do the traditional, you know, I'm just going to go on camera and talk about this. Hmm, cool. Have you ever helped anybody create an animated, like from a video, create an animated uh, version of it that looks sort of like them? Because I know most animation available doesn't look exactly mm-hmm. like you. I mean, uh, it's just yeah. There are ways to do that. Where, you know, you can sort of turn them into kind of a sketch drawing. I mean, there's different different techniques and different ways that you can sort of animate the individual. Or sometimes people just want their, you know. Um, logo to come flashing on the screen with, you know, lights and flashes. So there's all kinds of bells and whistles that you can add to it to, um, you know, make sort of an everyday video look kind of special. And is that something that you can do at Powtoon or that's not there? Uh, Powtoon is a little bit more limited to, you know, sort of taking the uh, cartoon characters and stick figures and things like that that they give you and and creating your own story with it. So maybe, you know, you've you're creating uh, a story that's telling about a new product or an event that you have coming up, and the characters might be talking about the event that you've got coming up. Cool. Cool. Okay, number three. Number three is similar to Powtoon, but uh, a little bit more interesting. It's called GoAnimate.com. GoAnimate.com. And again, this is another site that's free to try, and it's uh, similar to Powtoon, but it gives you a lot more flexibility in terms of the characters that you want to use. So you can basically uh, create these cartoon characters and have them um, basically tell your story for you. And the difference with, between Powtoon and GoAnimate is that anything that you type into the script, your characters will say. So you can basically put words in their mouth and help, have them tell your story for you. So, you know, I've got two characters in a GoAnimate video, 
and maybe they're talking about uh, you know a big event that's coming up. So basically, you you know whatever you type into the uh, text, the characters will say. You can have them say it in a British accent. You can have it a man's voice, a woman's voice. So it's really fun because you can make these characters come alive and sort of do your promotion and your marketing for you. This is a little off topic, but it, it is coming to my mind when you're talking about animated characters and having them say it in a British or English uh, accent. You know, it used to be, and I don't see this very much, but it used to be that you'd go to a website and this little animated man or woman would come out and start talking to you. Mm-hmm. Where did those go? Why did those go away? Do you know? You know, it's, I don't know. It's funny because they were kind of hot for a while, and I think um, yeah. people may have just kind of seen them as, as maybe an interruption on the video or, you know, okay, I came here to see this. I didn't come here to see that. So um, you never know with stuff like that. It's just sometimes it's a fad, and, and um, I think uh, now people just want to, you know, we have such short attention spans that people just want to get to the point um, and, you know, it's like, okay, tell me what I came here to see. That is such a good point, by the way. Let's talk about duration, and then we'll give these last two ways to use video. Um, video duration obviously can be any any length. You could have it be five seconds long all the way up to five, you know, several hours long. I've watched, I've watched videos over two hours, and of course movies are that long. Mm-hmm. When someone is considering adding, uh, let's say, a welcome or you know, mm-hmm. a branding video at the, on their front page, like you've been talking about a lot through the show, what is your recommended link on on that link? So something that's like a video, like a welcome video, or something that's on your home page, uh, typically two to three minutes. You know, most videos on on YouTube are under three minutes. And it's a bit of a trick question because really, you know, I could say, you know, the, the video should only be as long as it needs to be to communicate the message. Right. Um, but that, you know, as a, as a general guideline, two to three minutes is is great. And, you know, it's funny because they're getting shorter and shorter. And now there are video sites um, that actually, you know, I think the younger folks, I know my teenagers use more often than I do, but there are sites like Instagram, which allows you to do 15-second videos, and Vine which allows you to do six-second videos. So, I mean, that's pretty short. That's, I don't know how, how you get a message across in six seconds, but there are tools to do that. And what did you say that, that Instagram was the 15 seconds? What was the six-second one? Vine is, uh, is actually owned by Twitter, and um, they allow you to do six-second little six-second clips. So when my teenage daughter was at you know a concert recently, she just did a quick little six seconds of her in front of the the marquee to show that she was at this concert, and that was her little Vine video, and you know she could upload it, and her friends could see her six seconds of fame, basically. <laughs> Vine is in Grapevine, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Vine. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I I know. I keep mine. I keep mine usually about one minute. Um, yeah, I have a couple that are a little longer, but but people's attention spans are incredibly short, and it, it's true. So, it's, and it seems like it's getting shorter and shorter all the time. Yeah, and I think it, it's much easier to make a longer video than it is to make mm-hmm. a short one. It's very yep. difficult to get get what you're trying to say down into a short period of time. But people do value it if if you can. Exactly. Yep. Great. Okay, number four. So number four is really a very popular 
site and um, method of doing video, uh, and they're basically like sketch videos, and I'm sure you've seen these. And that this site is called Videoscribe, and uh, Videoscribe allows you to create these sketch videos where the hand comes on and draws the words or the images okay. that you put on the screen. Um, it's the actually the website is called uh, is at sparkle.com, which is S P A R K O L dot com, and it's a company in the UK that has uh, created this software that allows you to create um, fun little sketch videos. So whatever words you want to put on the screen, a hand will come on and and draw those words, and a hand will come on and draw images. So again, another way to do visual storytelling that does not require you to be on camera and it does not require a big learning curve. That is so cool. Do you know if they charge for that? There is, you know, there is a free version uh, and a trial version um, and then the sort of annual professional version is, I think it's a little over $100 a year. So if, if you're going to be doing a bunch of them, then it may be worthwhile. Otherwise, you can sort of just give it a try and see if it's a format that uh, seems appropriate for you. Cool. Yeah, that's really great. I've actually had some of those made over at um, Fiverr.com. Are you familiar with Fiverr? Yeah, it's, and that's the nice thing about it is if you don't want to do something like that yourself, you know, you can go to, to that marketplace, Fiverr, and, and get folks to do it for very little money. Yeah, and if you, um, if you want to go there, it's F-I-V-E-R-R.com, Fiverr. Isn't it R-R? Now all of a sudden I'm doubting myself. Yep, no, that's correct, and and uh, the idea is that you know people will uh, do things for you, or perform services, or you know do a logo or whatever you may want to do for for five dollars. Yeah, and just make sure you're picking somebody who has a good reputation, and also read the fine print. Sometimes they'll like for a video. Sometimes they're like, I'll do the first ten seconds for five dollars. <laughs> right. you know, so you yeah. don't have to read the fine print. <laughs> yeah, but, it's a great um, marketplace because it's all those, by waiting fun. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had some of the sketch ones done that I really liked. Um, so that's fun that you can do them yourself there too. Okay, fifth way. The fifth way is another um, another method called Common Craft, uh, CommonCraft.com, and it's a little bit like VideoScribe, except it's it's they're called explainer videos. So if you're trying to explain a concept. And basically, it's where you know you see a, an animated hand come on the screen and move things around, and put elements on the screen. So it's another another form of animation, I guess you could call it, um, but just a whole um, type of video called an explainer video. So if you have to explain, um, you know, a complicated concept, or you're trying to tell folks what you do, or explain the service, Common Craft allows you to do that. And again, you know, uh, free version and a paid version. Um, but again, you can check it out and see if that might be a good way to tell your story. Because uh, you know, again, it's all drag and drop, so they've got all these different elements. And if you're talking, you know, if you're doing an explainer video about technology, you've got different uh, icons and symbols that you can use, and different libraries of images um, that you can use to put your story together. That is so cool. Well, these are all just. Excellent and uh, so great and so grateful for all of the tips and, and um, links here for us. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna just close here in a few minutes. But first of all, I wanted to ask your opinion about something. Sometimes 
Okay, so if we upload to YouTube, it all comes out the same. Everything's apples to apples. You just see the same exact screen format, and you see mm-hmm. how many seconds or minutes long the video is going to be, and you can you know, make it bigger or smaller like that. But sometimes I get, uh, a lot of times it's in my email, I will get an invitation to a webinar or to yep. go check out the page or something. And I go over there, and they have a different format. And oftentimes they don't show me how long the video is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I've found, Lou, that I may, even if it's something I'm really pretty interested in, I may start yep. to listen but I leave that page pretty quickly because I don't know. I don't know. Are they going to talk for an hour, or you know, how right. long are they going to keep me here? So, what is your thought on that? Yeah, I like you know. I see a lot of that, and it is frustrating because you really don't have the the controls on the video player. So, you know, there's there's different ways you can do it. You can decide to not show the viewer the the controls. Um, but I don't, you know. I mean, again, I don't like those because it takes the control out of the viewers hands and you know what I do and what I prefer is you know you've got a pause button you've got a a play button you know in my videos online you know you can go to the end and see exactly how long they're going to be okay this is two minutes and 18 seconds I know what I'm in for otherwise you just never know I mean it could be a half hour video or 20 minutes and so I mean I know that a lot of the internet marketers use them and I think that it must work because they test all the time and things like that but personally I would rather give my you know um, give my viewers and my people the the control to whether or not they want to watch this video you know maybe there's a distraction and they have to pause it or something so I prefer to put the, the control in the viewers hands Right. That was the other thing I was thinking of. I remember one time having watched quite significantly through something, you know, up to over 20 minutes or something, not knowing mm-hmm. how long it was going to be because it was really great content. And so, of course, that's what they're hoping is that they can keep your attention as long as they need to. But um, then I was disrupted. And in order to get back to where I was, I have to listen all the way through again. Oh, yeah. So, so you know, I mean, there's there's really a downside to that. So I think from from you guys started listening, um, just remember, attention spans are really short. Schedules are really full. Unless you need longer, don't take longer. And if you're going to take longer, maybe let people know how much time to set aside in order to appreciate what you're really sharing there. You know, to know I can I can listen to 15 minutes now, and then I'll have to save the rest for later. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know why folks, you know, they don't put the controls on and, and you know, you start it and you're into it and it's like, oh boy, you know, I've got to, I have to start this whole thing over if I stop it. So you're afraid to stop it and, you know, yeah. it's, um, it doesn't make sense to me and that's not the way that, you know, that I prefer to do the videos. Well, Lou, thank you so much for all of this great training today. This content is so good. You guys, you can learn more about Lou over at his website, loubortone.com. Lou, do you have any final comments or tips for us here? Well, I mean, I just hope that, you know, I've shown that that there are so many ways to approach this. Um, It really depends on your own personal preference and style, and, and it can be much easier than you may have imagined, especially if you explore some of these tools that make it easy. So I I hope it just gives folks the opportunity to go out and give it a try because it is a tremendous way to communicate your message. Yeah, and everybody likes to watch a good video. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, well, thanks so much for being here, Lou. You have a great day. Thank you. Take care. And thank you got thanks everybody for being here. We are gonna come back together next week again for another training session. We'll see you then and until then, take some great videos. Share them with you and uh be sure to link me in and let me let me come and watch. All right, have a great day. Bye bye now.